Welcome to another edition of The Raven Narratives. I'm Tom Yoder. And I'm Sarah Severson. We're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives, where we create honest and authentic connections through the ancient art of storytelling. Are you ready to connect by telling your story? We're looking for storytellers for our next live storytelling event in March of 2017, when the theme will be trust. To pitch your story about trust, go to ravennarratives.org and fill out the form on the contact page. We can't wait to hear from you. The story you're about to hear was told by Swarovski Little at our live storytelling event in October when the theme was forces. Swerves, as most call him, is native to Montezuma Creek, Utah. When he isn't listening to music and reading historical nonfiction, he tries to influence positive vibes throughout the universe. His aspirations include policy influence to further human development on the Navajo Nation. Here's Swerves' story. Thank you, Tom. (sighs) Growing up, I've always wanted to believe in something, to feel something. When I was a child, I remember growing up, um, my grandmother was taking care of me. And um, the only time I was exposed to religion was uh, during that time. And uh, when I was in the early years, Um, She was, you know, we're Navajo, and she definitely, we definitely did participate in ceremonies. I didn't know what was going on. I was really young, Um, didn't know what they were saying. But um, so that was the first um, instance of of any type of religious experience I've had. Um, My grandmother passed away shortly afterward when I was six, and um, along with my auntie, and um, just a few years after that, my uncle, and been very interesting after that I just sort of lived um, well-intentioned um, throughout my junior and high school years and then eventually went off to college to attend uh, U- Utah State University and for those of you who don't know Utah State University it's up it's north of Salt Lake City in Logan Utah um, a lot of my friends were Mormons um, definitely it's definitely a different like it's it's kind of like a next like next to BYU as far as like Mormon schools go and you know <laughs> so all my friends were, were Mormon that first year of school and it was quite interesting because that was like the one of the other uh, sort of instances I was exposed to religious institutions um, I remember on Sundays it was so quiet because um, everyone was at church <laughs> there was so many different wards like the singles ward and all these you know different um, groups and stuff and I remember it was just so quiet and um, I love to play volleyball it's one of the things I love to do and I remember someone telling me that they did volleyball at the church on Tuesdays <laughs> so, so I was like huh that sounds that sounds nice let's so then I started going to church because <laughs> I was like I you know I want to play volleyball I don't want to be rude <laughs> so <laughs> So I went to church, and I remember that first year of college, my friends were learning um, how to become missionaries. You know, that's the thing to do when you're um, devoted to to the Mormon church. And I remember, um, you know, I was the only non-believer in the group, so I was the guy everyone was trying to convert. (laughs) So... So definitely, we definitely had long discussions and did the prayers and stuff, and... I remember, uh, you know, we, we went up into like, you know, love the crazy questions I had for them. Definitely went into talking about aliens and <laughs> pretty interesting. They had to go talk to their bishop about that and all. <laughs> so that was pretty, it was pretty, pretty fun times. Um, 
I definitely did try. I did, I did try to pray and make that connection as much, much as I do when I do meditation, stuff like that. And after that first year of college, I, I went home and I remember it was like a summer, summer afternoon. Um, you know, sometimes you just want to ha- take a nap. So, you know, it's like perfect weather, warm. And I remember um, taking a nap and just immediately I went into this uh, sleep and uh, this, this dream. Um, I was driving through Elmo Canyon. And for those of you who don't know where that's at, it's the road uh, just right up to the airport through the, by Ute Mountain there. And it was early in the morning, sun was coming up and I had gotten into a car accident. And it happened so quickly because one minute I remember getting in, you know, someone hitting me. And then the next moment I was laying on the side of the road in like green grass. And at that point, um, I remember, my my spirit, my my soul, was was leaving my body. Like my body was letting go of me. And as I was like rising up, I I remember feeling like so light, no worries, nothing. Just this exhilarating, like wonderful feeling inside. I remember looking at the sunrise, so beautiful, all these colors. And this was just right towards the end of spring and very beautiful, all these colors and everything. And, you know, I was going, my spirit was just going up. And then I remember getting into the upper, like, like atmosphere and seeing the edge of the, I'm going to call it the earth realm, um, seeing the edge of the earth realm, seeing the universe, all these beautiful colors, just, I was so excited. And then all of a sudden, I remember I just went into space. And this is how I'm going to illustrate what happened. It's just like, whoop, you know, just, just complete, completely in space, nothingness. And at that point, you know, I was, before that, I was, I was kind of getting excited, you know, because I, you know, for, for um, I, I had this, sort of notion in my head that I was going to see people that had passed away. You know, it's, it's quite interesting when you think about, especially the loved ones, you know, people you hold dearly in your life that you would like to make that connection with again. Um, at that point, I was trying to do that. But I couldn't, you know, I tried to use love. I tried to use like this pure energy of love to make that connection with my grandmother, with my auntie, with my uncle. And I, I remember every time I tried to remember who they were, that, that sense, you can feel it. That sense of remembering was, every time it started, it was just completely erased. And then I remember going through everyone that I ever knew, you know, like it's just complete nothingness. And then I remember turning that, on myself because I'm, you know, I was sort of like, you know, what about me? What about the life that I lived? And which I shouldn't have done. I don't know if, I don't know. Anyways, um, I then I then I then I everything that I ever did it was erased. I was in the moment of unconsciously being conscious, and I remember after being set to zero, being set to nothing, nothingness. I remember sadness started to feel inside of me. Sorrow, just 
that started. And as soon as that started, you know, like it was in, I was in complete eternity time. There was no time left. And I remember as soon as that came on, the feeling enveloped so intensely, so, so intensely. And then I woke up from my dream. And when I woke up from my dream, I felt like I was lifeless. Like my lungs weren't breathing or something. I just felt I, my, my heart wasn't in my chest. I remember feeling it being inside of the earth. And slowly coming back to me, it took about like 15 minutes or so to actually get a sense of, you know, just being there. And as I, as I sat there, I remember just, it was like the worst feeling ever. You know, like, like I said, I did lose close family members. And this was much worse than that. I would say a thousand times, a million times. It was so much worse. And at that moment, you know, it really, it really forced me to see things a lot differently. Um, you know, people who meet me, they, you know, like I, I always try to tell myself when I meet new people, like this might be the last person. This may be the last time I meet this person. You know, these interactions that we have with each other. You know, I feel like this is the only time. This is, this is our chance. Now is the, like, now is the time to love. Now is the time to make those connections. You know, a lot, of, a lot of the times I always see like, you know, there's always like a promise of that in the future. But after this, you know, this is one of the most real things that has, I have ever felt in my life. And it, I, I still don't know what it means, but it's definitely something that I remember. Thanks, Swarovski, for telling that story. To hear more stories like this one, subscribe to the Raven Narratives podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, where you can also leave comments and share the stories with your friends. And remember, if you want to pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives live storytelling event, go to ravennarratives.org and fill out the form on the contact page. You can also see an amazing photo gallery of our storytellers there and find out what the themes will be at upcoming events. The Raven Narratives is a production of KSJD Community Radio in Cortez, Colorado. Find out more at ksjd.org. As always, special thanks goes to our sound engineering wizard, Mike McAllister, for his technical expertise in recording and mixing the Raven Narrative stories told at the Sunflower Theater. Support for the Raven Narratives comes from Red Scarf Shots Photography Studio in Durango, Colorado. Find out more at redscarfshots.com.